feels like 38 here. What? That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Goodness gracious. Hold on, Harold, you... That shouldn't be allowed. Yeah. Damn. Gosh. That's like, um, Saudi Arabia. Yeah. (laughs) Or like, like Tehran. That's like like the desert. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like Tatooine. Yes. Wow. (laughs) Okay. Um, I think we can get started if we want to. Yeah. Yeah, we can get started. Five, four, three, two, one. I love a world in a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. Oh, oh my God! God. That might have been the best countdown we've ever done. I am Whoa. shocked, and just like it's never—it's we're never going to be able to do that ever again. Unfortunately, <laughs> holy oh. crap! Yeah, last time was pretty decent too, actually. Because I wasn't there. No, no, no. Yes. I mean, the last time we were we were all here, oh, okay. we all got close. Dave was like, "We're never gonna do that again." And here we are. Wow, it's Whoa. amazing. It's amazing what COVID can do to counting. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Pretty, pretty incredible stuff. Uh, welcome back, listeners. Uh, it is another episode of uh, your beloved Happy Hour. My name is David O'Shea, and I'm at MetalDave01 on Twitter.com. And I'm joined, as always, always, by Beth. Hello. I'm at H-I-V-E-R-H-U-I-T on Twitter. And Veronica's back. <laughs> yeah. Person, woman, yeah. man, oh. camera, TV. Ah, you did it! I'm going <laughs> to ask you to do it again in <laughs> like 10 minutes. No. Because if you can, it means you're not in cognitive decline. <laughs> I'm cognitively there, bitches. I am yeah. not. I am at... We're just... Oh, incredible. I, I didn't... Okay, I, I'm at C-H-I-L-E underscore Pepper on Twitter. For those of you that don't know... That's Veronica. And we're the Happy Hour at HappyHour on Twitter.com. So, uh, yes, uh, the gang's all uh, back together again. We got uh, myself, Beth, uh, Veronica, the three of us, and we're going to be having a full episode this week. And we're also going to have an episode tomorrow night post-game. Tomorrow! Tomorrow! I love ya! Tomorrow! The Hagar! Nailed it. Absolutely yeah. nailed it. Yeah. No, earlier when That's I went to look at the... Fuck, I'm sweating. <laughs> I was, don't move, don't move. I'm trying not to move. I went to look at the media scrums <sighs> on the on the Habs app, and it was like, next game tomorrow. And I was like, <gasps> next <gasps> game tomorrow! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! I cried Hockey's today. back this season. The, the, it's there's an over! <laughs> It's incredible. You can't get rid of us that easily. <laughs> I mean, what? And so much news today, on top of everything that happened in the past week that Veronica has no idea about. No, and, yeah, um, she was off the grid. So okay, I'm looking for okay. So for people, let's start with hockey first. So uh, tomorrow night, uh, we're having the first uh, like sort of pre-qualifier round matches, matches that don't mean anything, but uh, just getting teams back into playing shape, sort of. Um, according to the NHL app, all of the games are, are going to be aired on the NHL network, which helps nobody. No. 
Who? What the fuck? Okay. Well, what? I think this cannot be. And then Saturday, of course, is when the qualifying round starts, and Habs Penguins is on NBC. Of course, I'm looking NBC? at the app from uh, the American perspective. I believe that NHL apps in the Canadian perspective would be different. Uh, stuff. I think they were on Sportsnet. Okay, and I'm I think the same thing for tomorrow too. Cable guide. Not tomorrow, but um. Oh, we'll see. Okay, well then, another thing for tomorrow too. Penguins Flyers. That's on NBCSN, NHL TV, NBCSP Plus, and AT and T SNPT. Uh, whatever. What the uh, hell is uh, that? I have no idea. But it's, anyway, it's a it's have... a local channel for. Pittsburgh. The, for, for Pittsburgh. Yes, actually, yeah, that's true, now that I'm thinking about it. So, uh, Habs leaves tomorrow, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, on the NHL Network, but uh, look around online, I'm sure you'll it's find... It's on Sportsnet. I've got it on Sportsnet here tomorrow. On Sportsnet, as uh, we all knew, you know, going into this, so that makes sense. Yes. Uh, so, if it's on the NHL Network, apps, unfortunately. that means it will not be on the NHL app. Because which, everybody has cable. Which means that Saturday... Nobody has cable. Exactly. With the Habs Penguins, if it's on NBC, it will not be on the NHL app. Yes. Uh, I'm that is a local channel. That's like a regular of, channel here, though. I'm not going to be illegally streaming the game oh, no. anywhere. <laughs> well, I always get... I mean, people are very nice. A pain and, in the fucking ass. Sorry, what? Yeah, it is. It is. It really yeah. is. And you know what? This should what? be this should be this should be available to everybody. Yeah, if they want to like, grow the game. Like I get that yeah. they have like I get they have this freaking they have this contract and they have like one point seven million billion dollars or whatever. But like NBC is getting all the advertising, all the other stuff from the league, all the money from the league that they're getting and whatever, they should find a way to let everybody who has regular old NBC watch hockey or the equivalent yeah. watch hockey. Yes. This is it, a it really sucks put, that you have to yeah. subscribe to one of these services. Yeah. It's playoff hockey. Exactly. And I like how all of the all of the exhibition games are rival are rivalry games. Um, until I think last season. Like not this season, not this season that we're in now, but last year, the eighteen what? Yeah, what year is this? Eighteen nineteen season. Up up until wow, sorry. Up until what team uh, are you talking about? No, I'm talking all this. So there used Jesus. to be no, there used to be Rivalry Wednesday on NBC Sports Network, and they would just put together two rival teams, and they make a big deal out of it. And it would be widely aired. More people would see it because it wasn't just a local game, blah, blah, blah. But that stopped a couple of years ago. And then now that all now all the exhibition games, NBC is like, ha, 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 it's Rivalry Wednesday on a Tuesday night kind of thing. Gotcha. Sorry. I'm Noted rivals. Uh, let's see here because uh, some of these are great. Yeah, noted rivals, the Hurricanes and Capitals. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
The Hurricanes uh, made fools out of the Capitals last year. Mm-hmm. Last year. Uh, then noted rivals, the Canucks and the Jets, and a vicious rivalry there. Uh, followed not really. so not so close by the Bruins and the Blue Jackets. Hatred. What? Absolute <laughs> hatred between the well, two teams. Well, I'm looking at here. Um, but yeah, for- most of the uh, most of the matchups are dedicated rivalries, though. Yeah. Like yeah. These- Islanders, Rangers. Blues, yeah. Blackhawks. Us and the Maple Leafs, Flyers, Penguins, Oilers, Flames. Yeah, tomorrow night for the exhibition games, we've got the Leafs and the Canadians. And then right after that, the Oilers and the Flames on Sportsnet. And those are, well, the Leafs aren't really rivals, are they? Whenever, like, when's the last we just, time we, we played them We just go shake the them down for their lunch money. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's like time. three years ago, like before Matthews and while Phil Kessel was on the Leafs, the Habs just flummoxed the Leafs for like two or three seasons yep. uh, up until the great uh, change. And then the, uh, you know, pajama boy got in there. Oh, pajama boy and uh, ass crack marathon man. So <laughs> um, the thing is the Habs Bruins rivalry simply isn't quite there at the moment. And that's something we actually talked about uh, on Maddie C's uh, podcast that you can find on a, uh, uh, you know, every streaming service yes. known to man. Yeah. We don't have to say where they are. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Google is your friend. Wherever you look. Um, but, but that's the thing, though. I did find it a little interesting that they didn't have uh, Bruins uh, halves. But, I mean, whatever at this point. I mean, who, yeah. else, were the, who else were the Leafs going to go up against? All that matters is that Habs Leafs make sense. And it's going to be a hell of a game. If the it's Habs, fun. If the Habs yeah. lose against the Penguins... Miss Lafreniere, but beat the Leafs, I'd say it's a success. <laughs> well, that's all we do is beat the Leafs, right? Yeah. And Twitter seems very excited about beating the Leafs. <laughs> it's a game that yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, yeah! <laughs> going to beat the Leafs! <laughs> we're actually watching, we're setting our eyes on a hockey game tomorrow night. And it's going to yeah. be very unique, taking a look yes. at how the rinks are set up. Very interesting decor uh being placed oh, tell me. i haven't seen well it's just they have these huge screens set up um that kind of block out the lower bowl as far as i can see i mean i didn't look into it all that much i was just looking through pictures and that's kind of what's going on i don't know if they're video screens or if they're just uh you know gigantic murals but it's gonna be very well different um apparently uh in crowd noise is gonna be a thing it's gonna be provided by ea sports in the game and um <laughs> which is lame but whatever that's yeah. lame. What they get it from yeah crowd noises uh. yeah but i don't i don't give a shit about what other people think so there's that and also Ooh. uh one of the things that uh are you talking I, about me about what no, no, I'm, I'm talking about crowds in general i don't care oh, what okay. they do yeah yeah um <laughs> duh anyway uh, okay god so gosh so <laughs> <laughs> the uh other thing that uh teams are attempting to do because the haves are doing this are having fans record themselves doing chants for 30 seconds and <laughs> they are somehow going to be used in game um have you guys done that no no 
30 there. seconds is a long time. That's yeah. a long gut time. For a chant by yourself in your room? Yeah. I feel so awkward. Yeah. I feel awkward now. I mean... I mean... And I'm talking to real people. <laughs> I might do it. You know. I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean... Know. I mean, you can scream really I'll loud. I'll never get picked. You don't know that. Because then there's that too, right? I'll do it, and then I won't get picked. And then I'll be like, I, I'm never getting that, that 30 seconds back. Well, see, that's what I kind of, I'm assuming that Very that's going to be outlook. broadcast on the, um, on the tiles I was talking about that's blocking out the lower bowl. No. Mm-mm. I'm kind of Mm-mm. thinking that those will be up there. But they're all going to be like, collaged together to kind of make it look like a crowd and not Still just have one at a time. And I wonder if they might do it like they might like, you know, like maybe after a goal, they'll show right. some somebody on TV. They can still right. zoom in and see my weird face. Not. No. No. <laughs> no. No. Nope. To anybody that has done that, kudos to you yeah. for having the confidence. Tell us if you've done that. Yes, please. Because we would like know. to know. And we yeah. would like to be proud of you. Yes. Specifically. Because that is not a thing so for me. <laughs> In particular. Yeah. And I'm lazy. <laughs> yes. I'm not lazy. I just have a fear of rejection. I'm lazy and I don't mind rejection. I'm That's so how lazy I am. <laughs> I just, I just want to get picked. I go to all it. that trouble. Yeah. And guess what? What? Turns out oh. that the NHL is the best league in the world. The best one. The oh. best one of all of them. Let's get into this. Who would have thought that would work as well? Thought. Insert the gif of Paul Rudd saying, not me. Not, not me. Look not at me. Not me. Not me. Look at us. Look not at me. us. Who would have thought? So <laughs> Eat the this, is in, this is in reference to, um, uh, let's see, to news that's breaking today about uh, Major League Baseball in the States. Uh, <sighs> now suffering stupid. through the throes of uh, COVID-19, where uh, a ma- where a large portion, when we say large, I'm kind of putting mm-hmm. uh, quotes on this, but it is a significant amount of players and staff of the Marlies have tested positive for COVID. Something like 14 or even I more I I saw now. Like 18 or 20 now in the last couple right. hours. It's, yeah. just, it's the whole lot. Yeah, it's, it's more than what's acceptable. Yeah. Uh, now, to compare that to the NHL, in the past week, I think... Or at least yesterday, no positive cases. And in the past week, two positive cases, which were actually probably Habs players. Uh, Xavier Wielet, I believe, and Kulak. Kulak. Yes. I think in the last week it was zero. Right. Which, by the way, jives with Arpin Basu's reporting. Yeah. Okay. So Interestingly. Interesting. What a stupid freaking conversation <laughs> that was in general. Ugh. Like, eh, so Arpin finds a source and the source says, hey, this is that and the other thing. And Arpin's like, oh, that's a number. I'm going to report on that. And then it's reported. Done. That's it. That's you know, it. It's just, 
And and he's right. Granted, he he was missed. He missed like what by one because he said at least three players. Then two had like a false negative, but so then it was actually only two, and those two would be uh, Xavier Wheelett, which is one person, Brett Kulak, which is one person, and if you put one person and one person together in 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 a data set, that makes two people. That's right. Amazing. So there was some consternation about that. There's still like there's like this hangover. I find uh, with, you know, still with some portions of the fan base where they're, um, you know, wanting to attack media, specifically Arpin Basu. They really well, don't like six him. He's 6'3", by the way. So he can he's 6'3". He can be tall drink he can you and your dad up. That's right. Straight and up. Have to would, bend over. He, <laughs> he would just, just like slap you. I was going to use a term. I'm not going to use it. No. Don't. No. Don't do it. Not so, gonna do it. Yeah, so there's just like there's this knee jerk thing that no matter what is said. So he actually went on Melnick um, the day after, or the day that he actually updated his initial report saying that there had been two false positives. Um, he said, you know, that they actually went back and forth about that um, over at the Athletic, which is basically just him and Marc Antoine by now. And- well, see, what happened is that, you know, Arpin Bazu just slugged Marc Antoine, a good one, said, I'm putting it on. <laughs> Marc Antoine was like, not again, not again. Oh, they God, decided oh, that it was here, news because it was news. Yeah. It fell into their laps. And then there was, and then there was um, more um, consternation because um, uh, Marc Bergevin was asked about it. He was asked about the COVID cases. And I mean, they're, they're journalists. These reports are out there. If they don't ask the question, they're not doing their jobs. Yeah. Just asking a fucking question. They know they're probably not going to get an answer, but they're not doing their jobs if they don't. Exactly. So and it's like being that's a how that goes, kids. Yeah. And like, it's like being a detective. You never know what information somebody's going to volunteer based on the question that you ask. Exactly. Exactly. They're not lawyers. They don't know the answer before they ask the question. No. You never know what's going to happen. Right. Yeah. Huh. Weird. Anyway, so Arpin was right. Arpin was right. And he didn't. He didn't like call anybody out. Nope. Like I'm sure no, somebody... it wasn't like Brendan Gallagher has COVID-19, yeah! which he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> and I mean, and he does not. But and the next day, when those two players weren't on the ice, everybody's like, well. <laughs> Yeah, like it's not Guess hard we know to what's figure wrong with out. those guys. But and then it was and then also uh kudos to Brett Kulak who's like, Yeah, I had it and here's how it worked. And I actually found it quite fascinating because I don't yeah. personally know anybody who's had um who's been infected by the virus. So the way that the contact tracing works and all of that was cool. Like they basically go through your life with a fine tooth comb going back to two or three weeks or whatever and contact anybody that you were in the proximity of for that oh, yeah. period. And, mm-hmm. you know, you got to give them all the contact information and all of that stuff. Like it's, it's really exhaustive. And of course I'm, I'm, I'm glad about that. Um, yeah. But we had an outbreak here now in BC. We've had a couple of outbreaks actually, like smallish outbreaks. Play? No, but it was like stupid <laughs> uh, kids partying in Kelowna. So a bunch Kelowna. of people had a party with a bunch of people in Kelowna. That's because Shea Weber's not there to keep them in yeah, line. Yeah, exactly. And now 1,000 people are 
in isolation and can't leave their homes for the next two weeks as a result of that party in Kelowna. Good and job, here, everybody. Yeah, good job. Fucking everybody. Um, and then here where I live to, um, there was a, a case of um, a restaurant worker who she was contacted via contact tracing that she might have, you know, that she, somebody that she had been in contact with had the virus. And so then she got tested and she had the virus. So they had to close down the rep. Like there's all these implications Mm. and it just makes me, it makes me just want to scream. (laughs) The virus is still out there. Yes. So do your part. And wear a mask. Wear a fucking Stay mask. home if you can. Stay home if you can. Keep two meters between you and other people. Especially if you're indoors. Wash your like, hands. And wash your hands. And it's, it's not hard. It's more like 5.8 meters, but... And do you know what? If we all just did that, we would we all get to watch a hockey game together again. Together. And then have Halloween. Yeah. Well, yeah, guys. Okay, I have what? So I have something something to say here. Halloween is on a Saturday this fucking year for the first time in like I don't know five oh, or six no, years. David. I fucking keep track of this shit because Halloween's important Halloween. for me. It's like his Christmas. And now we can't do that. Nope. Because we're a bunch of dumb motherfuckers. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Please stay home. So Wear I don't a have fucking to see mask. Dave cry because that'd be really awkward. We're not going to have Halloween this year. So that's just the way it is. If we just, if everybody for the next few months, you're going to suffer a little bit by, oh God, you have to stay home. Oh God, you can't go to parties. Oh God, you can't do this. Yeah. And, and, and then at the end of that, there will be a vaccine. And hopefully all of us who are still alive remain alive until then. And just fucking just do it. Quit acting like it's a sacrifice. Your life isn't actually important. Nobody wants to see you stay home. Done. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Unless you're an essential worker, then you're getting (laughs) boned two ways. And that's not fair. And that's not Uh, fair. um, And these people are at the point of exhaustion now. They're at the point. Like, it's just like, this is, this is a lot. The way that this stuff is being reported, we we're actually, we're, actually i don't think exposed to the devastation of this nope you know the all of these families who are impacted and again and like you say dave the essential workers and what's going on there like uh, rachel maddow who i love um for a long time um, during this during this pandemic, she would have um, these hospital workers um, just kind of their testimonials to start off her shows, and their stories are harrowing. They're the last people that are with your loved ones. They can't, you know, like it's just like the impact of of, of not being able to help their patients yep. and knowing that they're going to lose these people. It's that's it's a big fucking deal. And it's sorry. I, I, I'm sorry to get on, on onto this tangent, but it just really pisses me off that people don't understand that 
what you have to do. And it's, it's not very fucking hard and just everybody nope. should just do it. It lays bare the fact that no matter who we are, no matter what we believe, everyone feels entitled to some sort of freedom. Like this isn't even like it's, it's, definitely stark when it comes to the united states but it's all over the place yeah unless yeah. you're in new zealand and then new zealand's fine so yeah good for them but um now uh more to the point about nurses uh my good friend chris hilgenberg his lovely wife mrs hilgenberg which is yes. actually emma somebody she didn't take his name i don't think regardless uh she's a nurse works in albany med mm -hmm. um people have died while she was looking after them uh she says that it is, well, it's the most devastating thing because you are taught to do everything that you can do and you do everything for these people and nothing works and they die. Yeah. COVID kills people. It is still killing people and will continue to kill people as long as you don't wear a mask and isolate. Get it through your heads, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Now, unless. And also do what Dr. Bonnie says. Yeah. At the end, you know, and wash your hands, keep distance, blah, 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 and be kind. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So let's try that too. Jesus yeah. Christ. Unless you see somebody wearing a face mask with a Nazi flag. Yeah. Um, you punch them. Kick them in the shit. Punch them the fuck in the face. Yeah. I Hit am. Them with a hockey stick. Just... I will donate to your bill fund. If I you will. Punch a Nazi. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just, you got, man, those guys. Mm -mm. No good. <sighs> Don't tell me you've seen this. No, oh, yeah. it was Not somebody. Oh. No, but there was a report somewhere in the States with some people going into a grocery <sighs> store with that nonsense on. It's like, guys, man. They should be arrested. Be, you wouldn't even be able to cut it as real Nazis anyway, you fucking yeah. bastards. Yeah. 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 Regardless, uh, Carrie Price is uh, the nominated for the King Clancy Memorial. Yeah. And um, the award is presented to the player who best exemplifies leadership qualities on and off the ice. Obviously, Carrie Price. Yeah, feeding not hungry much children. we have to say, honestly. No. Um, I'm just scrolling through uh, the article that was put up on the Habs website that was not written by Mark Dumont. Who would have thought? Weird. They have other writers. So for the sixth <laughs> consecutive year, uh, Carrie and Angela teamed up with Air Canada Foundation Shooting for the Stars program which uh, provides uh, three children from indigenous communities in northern British Columbia served by the BCC with the memorable experience of flying to Montreal, uh, where they get to explore the city and eventually have themselves escape with Carey Price himself. Uh, that's just one of many things that Carey and Angela do. Uh, Price serves as a national ambassador for First Nations, uh, Metis, or Meti and Inuit communities on behalf of the Breakfast Clubs of Canada. He's been doing that since 2014. And there's, it's a plethora of stuff that's, I mean, it, the, the resume is quite long when it comes to carry and uh, giving, which is good. So it makes a uh, complete sense. Um, the award was established in 1988 and the trophy was won in 2007 uh, by Saku Koivu, just as a bit of history. Yeah. There we go. Remember That's that right. year that Max Pacioretty was the <laughs> was the uh, King Clancy nominee for the Habs? The year that um, P.K. Subban made his pledge. The same year that P.K. Subban made his pledge to the hospital. Yeah, that fun. wasn't that wasn't <laughs> controversial at all. Yeah, that's a um, forgot all about that. Actually. <laughs> 
speaking of, speaking of Max Cat. Oh. Oh. Okay. Let's speak of PK first. first, and then we'll end with Max Patrick. He looks like a child next to the rock. <laughs> he does. Where did you see him? On Twitter. Somebody's and, breathing into their mic. Oh, sorry. That was an accident. Um, On Twitter. Yeah, I've got him fully muted. It, it was like on Twitter or Instagram or something. They were working out together, and the rock was training PK. I mean, he just... it. It's... it's I first at first I thought it was like the rock at like a boys and girls club just like <laughs> hanging, like hanging out with kids and he's helping this one kid with uh, with some weights. That kid was PK Subban. Subban, he's built like a brick shit house, right? And but the rock, oh my god. He's massive. I he, have he to makes... ask my son. He said one time that there's this like uh, the rock eats the equivalent of something like oh three tons of fish a year something that's, like that that sounds about right because if you look at his meal plan especially on instagram it's insane holy shit that yeah. guy threw food like no other yeah well also, i'm curious about this photo it's a video oh video yeah yeah so um i just realized something um completely off topic sort of uh, Tricolor has a t-shirt for... I have that. I was going to say that. The Canadians-Penguins <gasps> game on Saturday. Dedicated yeah. to it. It's one of their uh, t-shirts. Well, Beth, you their take pocket. it. It's one of their pocket shirts, um, mm-hmm. which I found when I was looking for something else. I think I was, I was looking at the lines and deep pairing today, and it was kind of like snuck into that article. It was like, shop Montreal versus Pittsburgh playoff tee. And I'm like, Oh, what's this? Thinking, I thought it was going to be like, you know, those uh, training camp shirts that they get um, that just says like Montreal Canadiens across the chest and, and whatever. I thought it was going to be like that, but it's at Tricolor Sports and it's a picture of Yuppie bowling and the pins are penguins. And they look like uh, the penguins from Madagascar. Uh, <laughs> it's, the shirt is called the Le Canadien versus the Penguins. it's it's really cute it's really cute and like yuppie looks really intense like his eyebrows are all like oh yeah he looks pissed he looks like an angry (laughs) south park character just (laughs) we should send out a link they are totally the penguins from madagascar though (laughs) there's no other way to look at it yeah so all right yeah so was this on the the Ticolor, um, uh, it's on the yeah Ticolor website. Yeah. Um, <coughs> uh, I got it. I got the. Link. Oh, I see it. I see it. I see it. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Well, I have to send it to you. Yes. So that's awesome. <laughs> Madagascar penguins. Yes. For the low, low price of uh, half a mortgage, you can get this T-shirt. And it looks like a ha- like a like a hair shirt that pocket that in on the one photo, like a yuppie yuppie fur. Yeah. But it's not. Unfortunately. Oh, yeah. No. That would be cool, so, though, if they had done that. But it looks like it's painted, which is also neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really cool. Love it. It is cool. I do like um, it. But um, speaking of Max Pacioretty, which you were yeah. a couple of minutes Yeah, ago, yeah, yeah. Let's get back to Max. Um, He did not travel to the bubble with Vegas. What? I believe Ooh. he is That's out. That's some news. 
I believe oh. he's out with an injury. Uh-oh. Uh, I That's think for, for the them. whole playoffs. Oh, shit. Wow. That's not good for them. Wait, I remember hearing something about this now. Because it's like, oh, Max isn't going to be in the playoffs for the Knights. Ah, he's never there for the Habs either. Ha 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 ha. You get it? Mm. Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah. I get That's it. too Let's bad. Let's see. <laughs> um, well, that, that is very bad for yeah. those people. For those, that team. What are they called? The, uh, the Golden the Knights. Knights. Golden Knights. <laughs> yeah. Vegas. Oh, my God. Speaking of, wait, didn't we already talk about this last week, Beth? What? I have Veronica, yet. So Veronica, we didn't, well, we didn't get your opinion on this. The Seattle Kraken. Oh, yeah. No, we didn't talk about this. Did we? We, we did oh, or no, did not. Oh, no, the Kraken just I don't came out. I think we did. Yeah, we, we did. This just came we out, about didn't it? it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we did. Uh, yeah, Veronica, what do you think? I like wait. it. Wait, really? We didn't talk I don't about like this? Kraken. Wait, when did no, they... It wasn't announced until after you guys recorded, I think. Oh. Oh, yeah. So, all right. There's a 30-second team in the NHL. That should be newsworthy on the happy hour. Yeah. Welcome to the league, the Seattle Kraken. Um, this is great because finally, in how many, however many years, the conferences will finally have an equal amount of teams... And the divisions within them will also have an equal amount of teams. I forget which team is going to be moving from uh, Central. Arizona? Is it? I think that is it. Are they going from Pacific to Central? To Central. Oh, my God. Sorry. I'm just looking at the picture. The Rock with P.K. Subban. Oh yeah, we God. told you. Told you. <laughs> this, that, he must be on his knees or something. He's on a machine. Yeah. Because the rock isn't like 12 feet tall. No. Well. But like, just look at his muscle, <laughs> like a muscle size. Oh, Lord, uh, I just got funny. a, I just got a text in my um, roommate group chat saying someone needs to be nice. Because I was talking about punching Nazis in the face. <laughs> <laughs> oh look he's out there barking at neighbors um yeah seattle kraken i like yes it. i it love the coyotes moving uh from pacific to central so okay that great. was my question so okay great gotcha. but yeah the seattle kraken i'm okay with it and i like the jerseys like they make the sense are I mean, cool yeah fucking i have nothing to nothing bad to say against it. i love all the I memes would... that came out yeah. Yes, those have been fun. I love the people that there's people that already gotten really awesome tattoos of the logo. Oh wow! Um, that are really cool. Um, there was it, one. Really. Let let people have their passions, Dave. Just let Dang. people. Just. Dang. I know you're afraid of commitment, but people like to get tattoos. Um. Uh, it's an organ. <laughs> Would you get a tattoo um, on I'm going your out stomach? The way I, came I wouldn't. In. I have a tattoo on my stomach. What? No, no, no. I mean, I mean, actually, on the the flesh of your stomach within your body. No. Oh, <laughs> sure. Why not? Yeah. If, if the surgeon's in there, he's got a little. He's got to like make a mark or something. He's like, here you go. Here's a little J for Doctor Jeremy. I don't know. <laughs> I I I'll never know it's there. I'm not gonna see it unless he's like, hey, look what I did while you were asleep. Anyway, 
But one person, they took, they combined the uh, primary logo, which is the S, the tentacle, and the I, and the secondary logo, which is the anchor with the space needle. Yes. And they had the S, like, kind of winding around the space needle, which I thought was really awesome. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm, I was hoping that Kraken would be the choice, and I love that the committee listened to the fans, and they were like, the fans want the Kraken. That's what we're giving them. Um, I do wish the logo had a little more tentacle in it just because tentacles are cool looking, but things change over time. So you never know what's going to happen. And I'm yeah. excited. Yeah. Remember how the Vegas Golden Knights, they had some kind of, um, they didn't have like the, the, what's it called? The, the copyright. Oh they, yeah. Like they the, had they got stuff. sued by like the, yeah. By like oh, the, yeah. the army or something. Yes. Uh, they got sued also by, uh, well. Like a soccer team? No, uh, the team's in Albany. Um, fuck, what the hell's the name so of the I school? I hope that Seattle learned its lesson from Damn it. the Vegas Golden Knights. And it's different. It's not something so, that's already in the NHL. So the College of St. Rose, their team is called the Golden Knights. And <gasps> I think they sued as well. Wow. Like, literally, yeah, that 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 was a thing <laughs> that happened, I recall. Yeah. Uh, That's like amateur stuff hour. happens in Albany. If you're colors, the name. Colors, white, black, and gold. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep, the whole nine yards there. The... So Total yeah, I don't think cats. there's I don't think there's another Kraken anywhere. No. No. And it doesn't I mean it just sounds weird now because we haven't been seeing it. And by this time yeah. next season, we'll be, if there's a season next season, we'll be there it'll will just be, be normal. The Kraken, willing it. Like when the Mighty Ducks, when they called their actual hockey team that, which was uh, beyond crazy and 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 dumb, and now it's just normal. But they dropped the Mighty. Yeah, now they're because they're not owned by Disney anymore. Right. Yeah. That just the ducks. Why. Just the ducks, which is that's a lame name. I mean, I like it. I like that's ducks, lame. But not like at a hockey game. I like ducks. Yeah. But what do they have to do with hockey? Exactly. I mean, the Kraken doesn't either. But <laughs> ducks. But uh, like, try to pick something more like cool. Athletic. Yeah. Not there's like no, a fuzzy little duckling. Yeah. Like, or like a flightless like, bird, like, like penguins. Yeah. Yeah. Can't even fly. Penguins least... are not scary. Seals are scary. And seals but eat penguins. Penguins actually use do ice things, so there's more of a connection. Penguins well, live in the water. They don't do ice things. They just it's be, it's just, because they're, it's they out of necessity. There. And there just, are penguins yeah. in Argentina and Australia. And Chile. And Chile. Yeah. Wow, those penguins must be confused. No, they they're just hot. They're warm. Well, not the ones in Argentina because Argentina. No, they're. Kind of... Well, I think you're thinking of Chile. Argentina tries to claim our stuff all the time. Oh, I, gotcha. I think you're trying to think of Chile and like around the Antarctic and Tierra del Fuego. Okay, yes. We're not yes. always talking about Chile. Yes, we are. Veronica. Yes, we are. Chile is good and beans go in. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so um, now kudos, though, to the Pittsburgh Penguins for having one of the best winter classic jerseys with the penguin with the scarf and the hat. I do like that jersey quite a bit. 
that's the Speaking last of the, nice thing we're going to say about penguins. Yeah. Speaking of the Pittsburgh Penguins, um, a lot of people are saying <laughs> on the internet um, <laughs> that the Habs are going to lose. Oh, yeah. Uh, and Shea Weber penguins. loves every minute of that. Yeah, he's he like, that's it. fine. That's fine. Yeah. G- give it to me. Put Sprinkle a little sugar on that. That's Put right. a nail or five in there. I'll eat yeah. it for breakfast. It's yeah. fine. And I'll just um, chew it up. And my mouth will bleed all over the place. Yes, it'll, and I'll keep and, playing. Yeah, and all you motherfuckers are just going to have know to. Yeah. How many of my teeth are fake? Exactly. It's a mystery. You don't know. You don't know. Um, but what's an interesting, an interesting thing that I feel like not many people are taking into account is their goalie tandem. Because Matt Murray, while he has won them a couple of Stanley Cups, he is not an impenetrable wall. No. Well, and he's also fucking sucked the past year or two. So, I mean, there's that. Look, I was, look, I was trying to be tactful. Um, and then you have Tristan Jerry, who is pretty good, but he's a baby. And granted, Matt Murray was a baby for his first only cup, but Tristan Jerry, he's still unproven. So he could also not play as well in the playoffs. So you never know. Um, I just think that people need to remember that playoffs are a whole other season. The Habs are healthy. Technically, they're not as deep as the Penguins are because a lot of the Habs are unproven. But there's some unproven stuff on the Penguin side, too. And there's a, there's a lot of hockey left to be played. There's at least three games to be played after tomorrow. So, yep. Don't don't go counting your penguin eggs before they hatch. Or or do. Because Shay Weber loves all that underdog shit. Yep. Yeah. Be underdogs all day long. That's right. Yes. So that being said. Um speaking of Shay Weber. Speaking of yes. Shay Weber. First of all, um he at the beginning of all of this, when he was interviewed, like when he uh, came to Montreal when he first came to Montreal and they were talking about, you know, phase one, phase two, phase three, all that stuff. He just said, what everybody has to do is not be selfish. Talking about Ooh, the conditions. That's a big of, word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think that, I mean, notwithstanding Kulak showed up with the virus, right? He, he thinks that he caught it from some fellow that he's skating with back in wherever it is that he lives. Um, um, he but was yeah. also asymptomatic as well. He was but. also asymptomatic. Mm-hmm. But no, he said he started feeling like shit one day and said, you better test me. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't that's realize what that. That's what he was saying. But yeah, so it's that sort of sentiment that, I mean, it starts at the top, right? It starts at the top. It starts with your leadership. If you're, if the person who's in a position of leadership is telling you the, don't follow the fucking rules and you're a sissy if you wear a mask and I can't hear you take your mask off, all that shit. If, if you're le- if you're learning from that example, you're, you know, you have a likelihood of at least becoming confused and, you know, but if you're if, if you've got a person in a position of leadership saying, boys, we're following all of the rules and now is not a time to be selfish. Look at look at how that turned out. 
and look at how it's and, and I think that I think honestly that it, it it works in the NHL not just because the NHL really 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 took their time to plan this out and do it right but hockey robots man mm-hmm. hockey robots if you know we got to fall in line and do this we're going to fall in line and do this uh, inevitably there, there there might be an idiot or two who breaks the rules but i would actually be surprised i actually would be surprised because especially, it's too important especially given how great the hub city setup is too uh, pictures coming far. out yeah the the pictures coming out of the hub city stuff is like those guys have everything they could possibly need practically uh when it they they have lounge rooms that's you know everything's sectioned off as soon as they get in there so once they're in there you know they can mill about depending on how the staffing is in the actual hotel but it's like they're they're set up they have yeah all sorts and the of necessities and set up those gift boxes for them for the Habs. Yeah. For the Habs, yeah. And like some other wives for other teams did it too, but the wives and girlfriends of the Habs, they even, and they, I thought it was cute that like for the players that don't have kids or wives, they put in like other pictures. So like Brendan Gallagher got that office picture um, of Michael Scott with the, with the Wayne Gretzky quote and whatever. Um, oh, cool. Yeah. So uh, like that was really neat. And uh, I think Xavier Ouellette and uh, Charles Houdon. Uh, talked about that today. Holy Here's shit, man. Up. We're going to be watching them play a hockey game tomorrow. Tomorrow. Jesus. And one more thing. Um, people who are even people are counting the Habs out. Even Habs fans are counting the Habs out. If you look at everything that the players are doing and saying, they're not counting themselves out. They're excited and they're ready. Paul Byron, in his media scrum today, he said the word excited like literally five (laughs) times. He is so excited. And Shea Weber is excited. He doesn't really like show it on his face. No. But the stuff that he says and what he's, the way he's acting in practice, he's excited. Carey Price being a goofball and playing around in practice and whatever he is excited especially because he is healthy and whole yeah and he gets to and rested he's rested (laughs) he gets to prove himself he's got dad magic he's got a new baby on the way he gets to play and hopefully maybe put his baby in there in the near future in this in the stanley cup in the near future yeah 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 so veronica uh, I mean, you've got Paul Byron and Brendan Gallagher wearing their football jerseys. They're hanging like everybody is. The, the, it's just electric. Like the like, I'm watching these players through the computer screen, and they're just sparkling because they're so excited. And uh, yes, very Kotkaniemi is big. Yeah, he he got he like grew his. He looked the Grinch's heart. He grew five sizes. Yeah, he's got the neck beard. He's rocking the neck <laughs> yeah. beard too. Oh my god. Him and uh Juleson and Lekkonen, they just they can't they're like Alexander Hamilton got peach fuzz and they can't even grow it. Ah. <laughs> um but like I said the other week, the players don't care about a first round pick. It'd be cool, but the Stanley Cup is a sure thing. It's a tangible thing. It's a proven thing. And that's what they're going after. 
earlier this week, or I can't even remember when because yeah, anyway, I holiday brain. But uh, Arpan Basu wrote, oh, the day after Max Domi joined the team, he wrote an article in The Athletic about how, you know, considering himself among the guilty ones um, who has, you know, sort of uh, extolled the virtues of, you know, losing and, 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 and getting in a better draft position and, you know, possibly getting Lafreniere and all of that stuff. And then he said, it just sucks all the fun out of it. Yeah. Talking to Max Domi and how excited he was to be there and how he didn't care what anybody had to say and how everybody in that room has the same mentality and everybody's there and they're there. They want to play some hockey and it's for the love of playing hockey and being together and the, the unit that they are together. It's like, you know, we're going to have a hockey games to watch and we're going to watch them play and, and, and we're going to cheer for them. And, and, you know, that's all yeah. like in the, just any, anything else, like, you know, playing, you know, playing pretend GM where you're the GM of the team and you're managing the team and you've got to think about all of these, you know, Lafreniere and all of these working pieces and everything, just watch a fucking hockey game, play and, 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 and play hockey and have fun and hopefully win and keep winning. And that's what it's about. Like, why do you have to suck the joy out of everything? Why do you have to, why do you have to hope that they'll lose? Because maybe we might like, fuck that. Like that, that's you. These people have never played team sports. I would say I've played team sports, not at any kind of, you know, skilled high level, but I've played team sports. And part of it is being super competitive and just, going out there and, and, and trying to do something and, and having fun while doing it. And I really enjoyed the article that he put out because it was kind of like, you know, take a step back and, and think about what's actually going on here now. And these guys, they think they can do something special. They think that they think that they can do it. And that's all that matters. What we want and what we think doesn't matter. It has no impact on anything except, you know, Twitter fights and shit like that. <laughs> but anyway, I, I'm just really excited. And I was really glad that I saw Arpin kind of step back and realize we're about to have a lot of fun and we're going to, you know, let's just see where it goes. Yep. That's right. Yeah. That's okay. right. That's right. That is right. Now. Uh, so the Habs arrived in Toronto yesterday uh, to great fanfare by no one but us. By nobody uh, but us. They got out of the plane in their casuals. Rare sight for us, which was kind of cool, though, at the same time. They looked like they could pretty much walk through a brick wall if they wanted yep. to. There it is. Yep. Now, today, uh, of course, uh, every day we're going to get uh, lines. We're going to get uh, deployments. We're going to get all sorts of stuff from the people that can actually watch the practices. So there was a practice today. And... Mm-hmm. Let's take a look at these lines that they were oh, put so together. So first line, yes. of course, is still together. Tatar, Dano, yeah. Gallagher. That's yeah. obvious. That's probably going to be the primary unit against Crosby. We have to assume. Yes. Now, the thing is, every line after this is super interesting to me. On the second line, and this is like the quote-unquote second line, we have Druen, Suzuki, and Armia. That is such potential that 
I, I, I'm not even sure how, how, how to really think about that because we haven't seen Druwen play healthy in such a long time. Uh, back when the Habs were, were pretty much on fire back in October and November of last year, I don't think we saw Druwen and Suzuki together. I don't recall. But I even don't recall then, that either. I don't think that Suzuki had the trust uh, from uh, Coach Julien uh, that early on either. So him getting the center spot in the quote-unquote second line is uh, pretty damn cool. One has to imagine, if they're going to match line to line, that Suzuki would be going up against Evgeny Mulkin. Hello. Oof. That's going to be a tough, tough lineup. Now, so first line, great lineup against Crosby. Second line, you kind of have to wonder how that's going to work against the Penguins because Mulkin, he is a freight train, we know. You know, unfortunately, we know, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now, the third line, uh, Byron, Kalkaniemi centering, and then Lekkonen on the other wing. Fine by me. That's just great. Byron's speed can probably match what Kalkaniemi is thinking half the damn time. And Kalkaniemi is going to be healthy. We haven't seen him play in the NHL and forever. There's so many question marks about everything that's going into these lines. But as uh, Claude Julien said, I think it's a good line. Every one of those things, especially with this last line, which I think is the most controversial, controversial, of course, <laughs> talking about Twitter stuff. We have Weiss slotting in, Domi, fourth line center, wheel on the other side. That Oodles is of character. That yep. exactly. That is the hardest nosed line yes. I could ever imagine as a fourth yep. line. Yes. Now, granted, yes. this this is actually what Julianne said, and somebody had mentioned, you know, why are you putting Domi on the fourth line? It might even have been it was either Arpin or Angles, and uh, you know, Julianne said, I don't see it as a fourth line. I just think it's a good line, and yep. that is such a much better way to think about it. Is that yep. you have units of players that work well together, deploy them as you will, you know. Now, that Domi line against Malkin, okay. <laughs> that would be quite a thing. Just what a grinding, shutdown, just a, a menace. It's a menace line, yeah. I want to say. Yeah. Um, and then the uh, the guys uh, skating, aside from that, would be Houdon, Paling, Evans, and Belzeal. Four players who can probably slot, depending on what's going on, anywhere in those lines. Yeah. Which is really, really great. Especially Evans, I would say. You know, paling as well. And one can only hope that Houdon gets a chance to shine sometime. So that's all the offense. Defense, it's a lot of the same stuff. Uh, Sherratt and Weber, of course, are going to be our top line, it looks like, uh, defensively. Which, all all sorts of things can be said. Uh, are they slow? Probably. Are they smart? Yes. Yes. And are they hard? Yeah. Are they are they hard tough? to play against. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, next will be uh, Kulak and Petrie. Petrie being um, Veronica's favorite player. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. yep Kulak. Yep, there it is. Kulak is such a... I, I have to see it. That's the thing. We haven't seen these guys actually practice or play, you know? So it's kind of like, ah, what's Julian thinking? He must know. And then, of course, the next controversial line would be Willette and Mete. Mete. Which, which, Mete, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Well, I, I as far as Kulak, he l- kind of lost it last year, but the it's previous seemed, yeah, year so he too. was great. Yes, I agree. It was a so it was one of those know. nice surprises. So, yeah, it's always that's the thing. It's when it comes to defense, it's such a tough thing with the halves to get like a perfect cohesive unit throughout an entire game. And that's going to be something to really look at. Uh, the other uh, pairings, we had Olofsson with Foline, which is, that's a, that would be a pretty hard line. And then Flurry with uh, Juleson Oof. as the last bit there. And that's another hard line as well. Actually, yeah. I meant to say, yeah, Flurry and Juleson probably, <laughs> in my opinion, more than Olofsson and uh, Foline. Yeah. But um, yeah, how about that? And I haven't Olsen. seen enough of Ouellette, but I find it interesting that he's up there. Uh, me too. Yeah. Me too. He must have really impressed yep. at practice in the training camp. So I I can't wait to see how this plays out tomorrow. It's going to be exciting. Oh my God, and I cannot wait. Claude mm. has said multiple times in the last week that after tomorrow, there still might be some shuffling. Tomorrow is kind of like, oh, yeah. a, let's see what works. So what we see when they play tomorrow might not be what we see when they play on Saturday. Yeah. yeah. Claude is a guy that likes to tinker sometimes. Not a lot, but every once nope. in a while he's like, yeah, I'm going to move this around, this around, this around. He's he's a tinkerer. He's a tinkerer. So tinker, he, he can surprise tinker, you. Tinker. Don't, don't count him out. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, what would it be if nobody had anything to be despairing and pulling their hair out about yeah, from here until true. Saturday? And, and so another thing, another I'm really thing, excited about that Domi line. Me too. Oh, exactly. Me too. Like, yeah. if if that's a fourth line, why would you be mad that that's your fourth yes, line? Yes, exactly. The fucking death. Yes. Why do you get mad about fucking death? bitching? Jesus Christ. Oh, sorry. We don't. That have gift only is my favorite lives. gift. We finally have centers. Shut the fuck up! God. Like fuck's sake. You've been complaining for decades about depth, and now we've got some of your man. Yeah! Jesus! What if I made a cake? I might no. No more cake. I forgot, I'm sorry. (laughs) What? Oh, it's there was this thing on the internet where everything, <laughs> everything was cake. It was like it was like a random op, like a like an object, but then you cut into it and it was cake. Oh, good lord! It was a oh, real estate. And what cake. is this other thing? Um, uh, I had a joke about such and such, but oh blah, god, blah, blah, blah. I've muted oh, the worst joke. Yeah, so I had a joke. Uh, you know, I had a joke about one of like uh, one guy said I had a joke about Vladimir Putin, Vladimir Putin, but I threw it out the window. Oh yeah, that means he threw somebody out the window. Right, but everybody was every. That's been a thing. I had a joke about such and such, but blah blah blah. Yeah, I had a joke about uh. Yes, yeah, it's some stupid Twitter thing. Yes, it's like hockey couldn't come back at a better time. Let's just put it that way, because everything is cake and memes. Yes. Let's just get back to fighting about the fourth line. The fourth line. There we go. There we go. <laughs> I really like how Paul Byron uses a Spanish accent when he's speaking French. 
Is it a Spanish accent? To you? That's what it sounds. That's what it sounds like to me. Because <laughs> it's yeah, so you're like spreading on thin ice here, Beth. <laughs> no, I'm not. It's not supposed to be insulting. It's just like because French, like your like your tongue is really in your mouth are really nuanced and like they have to be like extra particular for every word. And Spanish is a little more straightforward, and it feels like he's just like trying to be straightforward. Veronica, what's your just, take on uh, Spanish? I, I I think that he I think he sounds very gringo when he speaks French. Um, he is completely fluent, but um, you know, it's it's a very sort of English accent. Yeah, on on everything that he says, that's what I find. But um, I love how he just weaves effortlessly English <laughs> words. He just weaves them in. <laughs> Skeptical, j'étais un peu skeptical, and I'm like, is that a French word? No, I don't think so. Yeah. You know, yeah. but yeah, so he just weaves his his English he's, words in there. I love him just so such much. A delight. Yeah, and he's a fan of the Cleveland Browns. Like, of course he is. Cleveland Browns. Why? Oh, I don't know. It's Paul Byron. <laughs> <laughs> Why anything? <laughs> he's so wonderfully himself. He is. Wow. He's, he's like Pippi Longstocking if Pippi Longstocking meditated <laughs> once in a while. Because Pippi Longstocking was strange, but everybody loved her. But she just was, like, extra. And he is just like, I do whatever the heck I want. Oh, uh, there's another joke. I had an Ivanka joke, but it's really never, never really worked. That makes sense. Yes. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. That's a good one. That's good. That was a good one. Wow. Did he just <laughs> come up with it? Uh no, I saw it on the on the oh. internet. <laughs> on the internet. Yes. Right. On the Twitter. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um we're also out of time. Okay. God damn it. I know. <laughs> but you guys get to talk tomorrow. That's right. Yes, we are. That's right. We're gonna have a short uh recap of the game tomorrow. Yep. A little uh, post game show. Uh, it'll be just uh, myself and Veronica. It will be ready tomorrow night because I can whip these out in no time. That's whip right. Because I'm up. Fucking expert at this shit. A lot of people ask for David's advice on 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 what he does and how he does it because um we sound pretty good. Like I don't know yeah. what Dave does, but we it's sound like it's, it's auto tune. Well, it's such a um, yeah okay no. <laughs> I don't even think I have an auto tune. What I use. There's a lot of tools. I don't know if auto tune is one of them. But um, actually, I would encourage anybody that has any questions, please feel free to hit me up anytime. Yeah. More than happy to help, despite how uh, cantankerous my uh, yeah, uh, he can, Chris, yeah, my he uh, really nice. And he just he well he he gives it to us in DMs so that he doesn't have to give it to you guys. Like it's just like he'll just <laughs> be a major grouch just with us, and then he'll be super uh, nice with other people to their face. I don't know. I'm grouchy everywhere. <laughs> Grouch, I mean, grouch here, and a grouch, grouch, grouch there. there. Here, I, grouch, grouch there, there, grouch, grouch everywhere, grouch, grouch, grouch. There. <laughs> I appreciate um. the sentiment, so. <laughs> I thought you were mostly just grouchy with us. Uh, no, have you, you just ever seen my, my, have you ever seen my public Twitter feed? Yeah. <laughs> but Dave really Dave, is a nice Dave guy. Yeah. He is deep down on the inside. Yes. 
very, very nice guy. You want Dave on your team. Yeah. I will attest to that. Yeah. If on a team, I'll help with totally. it. Totally. Yeah. Because yeah, I, too, am a team sport person, and we yep. have never, ever, in any sport, in any level of competition, <laughs> have ever played to lose. And I have never. played fucking hungover. Let me tell you <laughs> about regular season high nope nope travel league soccer all right it was the night after prom <laughs> oh no or the day oh, after no. prom our junior Uh-oh. prom oh, i was no. in a band that played at the junior prom party now this wasn't like oh let's all go to a house party and have a party back 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 no <laughs> we had a friend whose parents owned an abandoned resort And we went fucking insane. There were, like, there's a main, there was a main house with a bunch of hotel rooms, and that's where all the mm -hmm happened. And then Uh there was, like, a a party house where most of the party happened. Anyway, so all that happened. And then, I'm leaving out names here. Okay, yeah. Protect the innocent. uh, It was in the Catskills, though, I will say that. Uh And then, at some point during the evening, like, a Fast and Furious car gang came up with all their tricked out light cars what? and shit. And I'm talking what? about like upstate New York. Like what, what the fuck is happening here? And so the host of the party we had told them to get the hell out. And yeah, the cops did show up at some point. Myself, and I will name this one name, Randy Seberg, ran pell out of the party house across a creek. <laughs> into the outlying forest nearby and hung out there while the cops searched the premises for any other underage drinking. Holy crap. So eventually they leave, but I wasn't convinced because I was hammered and I'm like crawling on the ground. Like, like I was in rainbow six or something like that and looking around. I even crawled under like a fucking pickup truck because I thought I heard a sound. I was like, Oh, Oh God. But anyway, so Long story short, wow! I wake up and my buddy Shane is covered in maple syrup and brown sugar as a prank. His father picks him up and that was a whole other story. <laughs> oh no! But I woke up and my buddy, um, yeah, I was not naming names now, naming names. So and then yeah. uh, a buddy yeah. of mine uh, <laughs> brought me back to uh, my grandparents' house because that's where I was living at the time at like around maybe eight o'clock and we had a game at two that afternoon. Oh my! And I was deliriously hungover, just out of my mind. So my mother, my dear mother, picks me up. And I think she was kind of sort of like a pseudo assistant coach of the team. And she picks me up, brings me to McDonald's, gets me a meal. Yes. I'm I'm eating. We're on our way to the field. And I I was literally partying with practically everyone on that team, (laughs) like, you know, like six hours prior or something like that. And as soon as I got out of the car, I puked my guts out on in the parking lot. And we didn't even do warm-ups. The coach oh. just looked at us and just said, all right, boys, do gravity stretches. And then uh, it's going to be kickoff in like 10 minutes. Oh, <laughs> and man. So, a grav- and so a gravity stretch is <laughs> you just lay on the ground, limbs straight out, and you just let gravity stretch you. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of our, our best <laughs> things. Anyways, we won two to one. Wow. <laughs> wow. It was the crazy because 
every minute of that game was a tragedy, but we somehow won it. And I yep. can't believe that we won it. So That's what you do. let that be a lesson. <laughs> you play to win no matter what. No matter and what. That was quite an evening. Was the Anyways, resort um, the one whose claim to fame was to be the inspiration for the setting of the 1987 film Dirty Dancing? Oh, my God. Because I just looked up What's a list of, of all place? of the abandoned resorts in the Catskills. Uh, this one is Grossinger's Catskills Resort Hotel has been abandoned. Mm-hmm. But apparently it was the inspiration for the setting of the 1987 film Dirty Dancing. Which would make sense. So anybody that's seen Dirty Dancing, anything that takes place on the resort where Dirty Dancing takes place was essentially my prom. (laughs) (laughs) So that must be it. That must be the place. No, no, no. It definitely is. It's not Grossinger's. No, no, no. I don't don't even know where that is, honestly. Oh, okay. Okay. That sounds like a downstate resort. Okay. No, this is all um, uh, the Borstfeld. I have no idea where that is. It's called, the article is called Revisiting. The remains of America's Jewish vacation land. And I just I just Googled Catskills. Uh-huh. 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 So anyway, you can tell us off air. Yeah. Yeah, we do have to go, so bye. Go have to go! 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 Go have to go!